You're listening to the Save the Marriage Podcast. Your marriage can be saved and strengthened if you have the right information. Join Dr. Lee Bauckham as he explores ways for you to improve your relationship and your life, starting right now. Hey, this is Lee Bauckham. We're talking about the road to divorce, the winding road to divorce, and there really are eight stops from all the way up there, all the way down to divorce. And we want to make sure that you get off of that road. You find a different road, a better road, a road to a marriage that both you and your spouse would love. That's why you're here. That's why I'm here, so that we can find a way forward. Now, I last talked about the different stages of disconnection. That's not what we're talking about today. I want to talk about a different process. There's still some D words that we're going to involve in that arc of disconnection, if you didn't see it. So it starts out with connection, and the arc goes all the way over to disconnection. And so part of what we want to look at is, you know, instead of that arc, which is what happens within the relationship from that whole place from disconnection, where it begins, all the way to disdain, there are seven specific drops along the way, um, each one that are multiplying the ones before it. But today I want to kind of talk about a mindset piece. And let me tell you where it came from. I didn't, I didn't create this frame. Um, this actually comes from a scientist in a whole different field. And as I was listening to an interview with him, I was sitting there going, wow, this, this is exactly the same thing that I see over and over with people. Because Many times people say to me, how is it that people get to, I mean, what's the process of how people end up at the point of divorce? Because that's not where anyone starts, right? I mean, when you decided to get married, you weren't thinking, oh, we're going to, ha- this is how we're getting to divorce, right? Your, your thinking was happily ever after, because that's what we all think. Otherwise, why would you jump into that? And so a lot of times people say, can you tell me, kind of the steps along the path of what happens that where we end up in divorce. And, and the thing is, there are lots of details, right, of things that can happen, of how it falls apart. But often it follows this very same narrative that this scientist was talking about. Again, completely unrelated field, but the scientist was talking about. And so I wanted to talk about each of these points along the process, each of the points along the, the kind of the road, the, the winding road to get there. So let's start at the first stop along the way, denial. You know, denial was something I knew about years ago when, when I was a hospital chaplain. It was often uh, what we talked about when people were in denial of their diagnosis. They just wouldn't believe the doctors when they were being told what was going on. And the, the idea then was you had to bust through denial, right? You had to get them to see reality. There's some similarities, but I think my uh, understanding of denial is a little bit different these days, especially in terms of what happens in a marriage. Many people uh, live in a denial that anything's wrong in their relationship. And, And so as much as there can be this evidence building up, they don't want to notice it. They don't want to look. We all play denial in, in different things all the time, uh, but especially like with medical things, things like that. But in relationships, it's much easier to play denial because the things that are 
causing problems are sometimes more subtle. They, it's not so I could show you something, you know, if you, if you denied the existence of gravity, for instance, I could hold an object up and drop it and it would fall to the ground and we could agree that the fall there was gravity and you go, okay, well, I guess there is gravity. Maybe it'd be some other explanation you would have, but I could at least show you something. Denial in uh, marriage problems often starts with thinking that this is just kind of a temporary thing, right? So the denial begins of going, well, yeah, we had that really bad fight, but you know, we always come back from those. Yeah, my spouse is threatening separation or divorce or saying that they don't love me anymore, but that's just that's a temporary thing. It'll go away. Or maybe you recognize internally that the, the connection that you want is not there, that something is missing. And, and so what you try to do is find an alternate explanation for that. I'm, too, I'm so tired, my spouse is so tired, um, the kids are um, you know, taking up all of our time, we don't have time for ourselves, uh, the uh, jobs have gotten in the way, we've been too involved in activities, the schedule's too full. Denial, 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 looking at the, the fact that there are, has got to be some alternative explanation then our marriage is in trouble. Now, you're likely not in denial, at least not in full denial, because you're actually watching a video about saving your marriage. You're, you're listening, you're taking in information about how you save a marriage. So it's not likely that you're at that same level of denial. You may have some denial about how, uh, how we got here or how bad it is, something like that, but you recognize at this point there is a problem. People don't watch my videos just for the fun of it. I, at least I, I'm not aware of that. And so the first step along this is denial. Because as denial stays, the pattern continues. The destruction continues. The, the pain builds in. So denial is that first place. Once it's gone, it's gone. And then we get to a related one, downplay. No longer denying there's a problem, but you downplay the seriousness of it. You downplay uh, what might be going on with your spouse. You downplay that it's something you have to have your attention on. You downplay the fact that this really is something that needs attention now. So people downplay. They don't want to see just exactly how bad maybe things have gotten. So they can accept that there's something wrong in, with the relationship, but they downplay it. And many times, the person that it gets downplayed to is the hurting spouse. Oh, you're blowing this out of proportion. It's not as big bad as you say it is. It hasn't been going on as long as you think it has. It's just not that big of a deal, right? So denial, yeah, yeah, we've got a problem. We get to that point. But it's not as big a problem as you think, and we could fix it with easily. We just need to get away, have a chance together, right? So we downplay. Now, downplaying can feel minimalizing to your spouse. You're minimalizing the hurting I'm feeling. So downplay can feel disrespectful and dismissive. So if the downplay tactic doesn't work, the next one, the next stop is deflect. I'm not the problem here. 
our marriage, the foundation of our marriage isn't the problem here, it's you. You're too busy, you're distracted, you're too involved in whatever sport, you're too involved in your work, you deflect. The problem is not what you think it is, right? Now, I see this in another way very common when people uh, psychologize their spouse. They deflect. It's not that our marriage has problems, it's that you're depressed, you're anxious, you're ADHD, you're OCD, you're bipolar, you're I mean, whatever it is. They add something in there. And so when you deflect, you're trying to say, it's not this, it's this. It's not the marriage problem that's the problem, it's this problem that's the problem that makes the marriage a problem. So sure, we're past denial. Yes, there's a marriage problem. I don't think it's as big as you think it is. And by the way, it's really about you. Now, it makes sense, right? Because it's very hard for us to say, hey, this is a problem I've got to invest in. That Somehow I've got to say, hey, I'm a part of this. So this is a very common place for spouses begin to be oppositional. They start deflecting on each other, talking about the families they grew up in, the cultures they come from, the way they react to hurt and pain and for anger, frustration, all those things, the fact that they won't forgive, the fact they won't apologize, the fact you won't take responsibility, all of these other pieces just deflect away from the fact that the real issue is within the marriage relationship itself and the understanding that people have of that and the understanding of how to move forward. Now, it's no surprise, most people don't have a great idea of how to have a great marriage. We don't teach it in school. In fact, a lot of the stuff on relationships don't even apply to marriages, and we don't even understand the concept of marriage very well about how we join together as a we. And so it's no surprise that we're going to deflect because we don't want to look too hard at what we don't understand. That's a scary proposition unless you find the resources to help you understanding. So after we deflect some, next step, delay. Delaying is just, yes, I know there's a problem. Maybe we go to therapy next year. Maybe we'll go to that marriage retreat next year. Maybe I'll read those books another time. And so many times people will tell me that when their marriage is falling apart, they had a whole stack of books beside them about marriage that they never got to. They had intentions of going to therapy that they never did. They had names of therapists and relationship coaches and all these other possibilities, but they delayed doing anything because they're hoping that it's just going to go away because that's easier, right? If it just goes away, so much easier than having to put in all of the effort and energy into transforming the relationship, transforming yourself, moving to a higher place, a new understanding, bringing in the resources you don't have and putting those together so you get to where you want to. So much better if it just clears up on its own. So delay. Now, I wanted you to think about this. These are ways that many people deal with lots of issues in their life, denying that they have some issue with their health. And when it finally begins to show itself so highly that they can't do anything about it, they act like it's really not that big of a deal. And then when they're cornered on that, they say, oh yeah, well, it's because, you know, whatever. And they put it off on something else, they deflect. And all the while, delay is going on. But the damage hasn't stopped the damage continues to build up. And so even in the midst of the delay, hoping that something else is going to take over, the damage continues to accumulate. And that's been true all the way along. 
So now we've got this issue where there is a relationship problem that never got addressed early on, begins to expand, is now delayed in being addressed, and it only gets worse because the next step is divide. Now, instead of going, we've got a marriage issue we got to work on, it begins to be, you're making a mess of our marriage. You're causing these problems. You're, you know, and it's back and forth. You're tearing us apart. You're doing this to uh, the kids and to me. You're doing this to the family. You're, you're tearing us apart, right? Divide. Now, the problem is when you divide, you're multiplying the problems that's already there. It says math doesn't work usually in real life that way, but when you divide in a marriage, you multiply the issues. Maybe it's separation. Maybe it's just going to your separate corners. Uh, maybe it's uh, trying to um, you know, pull people onto your side. And, and the deeper the division goes, the harder it is on getting back to where you needed to get to. Now the heads are budding. You're dividing, but it causes more conflict. And after a while, people get tired of that conflict, so they disengage. And that's the next step disengaging. That's when you start ignoring your spouse, the relationship, the vows you made, the commitment you had in that. You disengage from the whole relationship. You just back yourself away from it and say, I've, I've had enough. I'm, I'm not going to be dragged by this anymore. Now, the other thing to notice about this is every stage has an off-ramp. Even disengage has an off-ramp. There are ways to get back on board with that. It gets harder and harder. The next stop is the hardest to get away from. The next stop, doom. It's not that the relationship is doomed. You feel doom. You feel like there's no way to turn this around. I might as well give up. I might as well sign the papers. I might as well contact the attorney. I might as well walk away. There's nothing that can be done. That's doom. It's basically a loss of hope. And hope is one of those things that we as humans really need in our lives to pull us along through the hard times. Whenever we continue to have hope, something can turn around. Doom is tough to get beyond. I didn't say impossible. It's tough, though, because when you feel doom, it's very hard to feel like doing anything. So doom is the feeling that you just don't believe there's anything that can be done. It's not the reality that nothing can be done. It's the feeling of that to doom. So now we've gone through denial. Nothing's going on. Downplay. It's not that big of a deal. Deflect. But it's really about you. Delay. Eh, we'll wait and see if something comes around. Divide. All right, we'll just find our space. Disengage. I'm not even going to interact with you. Doom. Nothing can happen. The next stop. Divorce. That's how it gets to that end point. Now, you may be asking, what's the off-ramp? It's the same off-ramp for each one. Determined. Determined is the off-ramp for all of those stops. Because when you're determined, you decide that you're going to push forward. 
you're going to find a different way forward. You're going to find the help that you need. You're going to find the understanding that you need. You're going to find the resources you need to get beyond it. One of my favorite quotes is from Albert Einstein, who talks about the fact that the same thinking that got you into a problem is not going to get you out of a problem. The thinking about your marriage and understanding of relationships is kind of what got you to this point. It didn't work. It didn't get you where you needed to. So continuing to think that way, that's not going to do it. You have to be determined to find new resources, new understandings, new frameworks in order to move forward. Determined can change any of those. You go from denial to determined. Many times it's very easy to turn it around. When a spouse is going, there's a problem, you go, oh, there's no problem. And then you go, you know what, there is, but we're going to work this out. Downplay. Instead of downplaying and saying, oh, it's not that big a deal to go, you know what, if this is important to you, it's important to me, let's figure this out. Deflect. This isn't about you, it's about us. It's about me and you, us, our problem. We got to solve this together. I'm determined to do that. Delay always gets us around determined by determined, right? If we're determined, we stop delaying because the answer to delay is really easy. Get started. That's, th that's how you solve any delay is to get started. Divide. I'm determined to bring us back together. Disengage. I'm a determined for us to re-engage in a different way. And doom is always held off by determined because determined is based in hope. Not just a false hope of something out there coming in and rescuing you, but true hope because you're working towards it. You're determined to figure it out. Now, that's the pathway to get from wherever you are to divorce. Denial, downplay, deflect, delay, divide, disengage, doom, divorce, or determined. This is your chance to decide whether you're stuck in one of those places. You're stuck at one of those stops, pulling out of one of those stops and headed for another one. Whether you've decided to get off that, to take another road, to find another way through this, to get to what you want. Now, if you have the resources you need, don't delay. If you don't have the resources you need, please visit me at savethemarriage.com. That's savethemarriage.com. This is Lee Balkum wishing you the best as you work to save your marriage. You've been listening to Save the Marriage Podcast. For more information and help, please visit us at savethemarriage.com.